0: Hi and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast, I'm Ryan and join me as we step into the live action Academy Award nominated short films in today's episode. I can show you the world, just take a look through my I got a chance to see all five live action short films in at the theater I had already seen one of them uh, prior to this but uh, now I've got to see the other four and rewatch the one I saw first and it was it was a, a good experience I always enjoy seeing the short films in theaters when I when I can. Uh, I only was able, I, I only needed to do that for the live action shorts this year, uh, almost all the animated and documentary shorts I was able to find online, so, it, part of it is, and this is kind of me stepping back a little to talk about the short films in general, if you've listened to this for a while, you know I'm a big proponent for short films, I love short films, I, I constantly praise them, I think some of them are better than most feature films, and so on and so on, and the academy honors documentary live action and animated short films at the present, which is great uh, the more more um, recognition they get the better as far as I'm concerned. but I there's there's a huge gap for me between the best doc or between yeah between the best documentary short films and the best Animated and live action, or or narrative short films, to group those two categories together, and it, it tilts very heavily in favor uh, of of um of of the narrative films. They, in my opinion, are just just vastly, vastly superior uh, at the top of their game. Now, maybe that has to do with. Uh, Simply the types of films that get nominated uh, in these categories. You know, the best short doc that I've ever seen is... That's weird. uh, Is uh, A Girl in the River, The Price of Forgiveness. This is a film that came out in 2015 and was nominated for... The Oscar in and won the Oscar in 2015 for, for the year of 2015, but it didn't. It, it, I gave that film an 89, which is incredibly high, all things considered, incredibly high. But that being said, uh, there are um, there are 13 films rated higher than A Girl in the River. Uh, that are short films by me. and most of those are animated. I- I've seen far more animated film short films than any other category. but you know you if I scroll down this page the the with documentaries highlighted uh, filled in and green, the number of <laughs> green films are 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 few and far between. and most of the ones and a lot of the ones that are highly rated aren't Weren't Oscar nominated. As I believe. Not not 100% certain on some of these. Just kind of going off. Um, visually speaking. So. When I get to watch these short films at the theater. You know. I, I generally don't care to see the documentary films. They're easily the least interesting to me. Which is a shame. Uh, but. I, I I don't know if that speaks more to the genre itself and documentaries being um, less exciting often. You know, like you don't really get an action documentary or, or uh, especially nowadays you don't get a lot of comedy documentaries uh, and things like that. You know, those aren't those aren't things that go together very well. You know, documentaries are generally dramas. They're generally depressing. They're generally about, uh, you know, s- uh, very, very sensitive subject matter. And, you know, you look at this, the nominees of the last few years. And um, you're looking at stuff like Black Sheep, uh, Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, Endgame, Period, End of Sentence. Like, all these are, are they're not happy documentaries looking at last year heaven is a traffic jam on the 405 traffic stop knife skills heroin and edith and eddie like none of these are are really films that that leave you with a, a positive ending and now i think that started to seep into the live action films short films uh It's definitely been been occurring over time. But this year especially. uh, Even the most positive short film. Nominated in the live action category. Was bittersweet at best. So. I'm going to end with that one. uh, And go through these. um, In my opinion. uh, Weakest to strongest. Outside of uh, the. The somewhat bittersweet film. So first up would be Skin. Skin is the uh, only American film uh, in this category this year. It is one of two films in the English language. It actually features um, The the child actor who is in The Prodigy this weekend, as well as, and he's the same guy who played Georgie in the first It movie, the one that came out in 2017. Uh, It also has Danielle McDonald uh, in the supporting cast, and it is a very hard hitting race relations film. As Georgie, the actor who played Georgie, uh, his dad is um, more more of a rough redneck type of character. Uh, they look like they live on less than exceptional means. They you know, there's a scene of you know them and a bunch of their friends and and whoever uh, just out you know at a, at a makeshift gun range that they made up themselves and like firing at this truck and you know it, it kind of hits a lot of those points. And then the family is at the supermarket and it's it's a really nice thing you know they get this really nice scene where Daniel McDonald is pushing the cart. Uh, Georgie is on the, standing on the end of the cart at the front of it and you know she she leans forward and she's like you want to go fast you want to race and and so they they start speeding down the aisle and then the dad comes out uh, off from off screen and like snatches up his son and, and you know it's nice it's it's fun they you know it's not my lifestyle it's it's you know guns and and that kind of thing not me but the way it's portrayed up and through this point absolutely fine like Nothing, nothing untoward. I, I, you know, nothing I oppose. You know, all these things. You're just a nice, happy family. Then they're checking out, and you know, Daniel McDonald, the mom, the mom and the dad are checking out, and the son is, you know, bagging items. And in the background, two or three lanes behind them, uh, there's a black man checking out and grabbing his stuff as well. And he and Georgie kind of make eye contact, and he's got this toy, this little action figure, and, you know, Georgie kind of likes it, and the guy, the guy, you know, he's, I don't know, probably 30, 35-year-old guy, uh, black man, and, you know, he, make, he plays with the toy for Georgie, and it makes Georgie smile, and he, you know, they, they have this nice little moment. And then the dad notices and as you might expect, uh, he he kind of gets a little indignant and uh, accusatory about at this guy, and you know what what are you, you know what are you doing? What are you, what are you talking about to my son? You know, da 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 da. And uh, it's a little hot, heated. It's a little tense, and for a moment, everything feels like it might have died down. The black man grabs his, his groceries. He, he walks out, and the white father has has appeared to return to have returned back to the matter at hand. And just as uh, the other guy is leaving the grocery store, the supermarket, uh, he makes one last comment. Because, and you can see it on his face. You know this this is, I'm I'm sure this is not the first time this has happened to him. He he looks like ah oh, I just want to just snap this guy in two but you know this is let's have some decorum but but then at the last second he he cannot contain himself he makes one more biting scathing remark um, really his only scathing remark honestly uh, and and the fire's lit and, and it cannot be put out and as he leaves. Um, the dad gets like gets on his phone, like calls the buddies, and um, they assault him in the parking lot together, uh, in front of his car, which has his son and uh, his wife in it, watching them do it. Uh, she is on the phone, you know, calling nine one one, and is so hysterical and crying so hard she cannot fully explain what is happening. And this is the first. This is about half half of the short, and I'm not going to go into this back half because spoilers. But also, I, I think it's uh, already at this point. It is an incredibly difficult film to to watch. You know, this is very brutal. Uh, the the camera does shows you a lot of this beating, and the way it's depicted. You know, it's like six or seven guys kicking, punching, stomping on a defenseless man. Uh, you know, they, they open his gallon of milk and, like, pour it all over him. It's it's terrifying. It's despicable. It's disgusting. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. And I think from a filmmaking standpoint, this film is Fine, it is good. There's a there's a nice parallel that involves uh, the son in the film, who is I would I would say mo- the m- most main character of the f- short. But even at the end of the day, even with whatever good intentions the film aspires to, I just uh, I just had such difficulty appreciating it i i i could not you know i i, I felt i i think that i'm sh- I, I feel fairly confident that the the whole point is racism is is something that's taught and the scene with the the all the, the white guys beating up the black guy and and you know the sun watches this happen. He sees this happen, and the the implication there is that like he's learning through example, like what the world, how the world works, in a sense. But and I don't know. And I, I I assume that the film is supposed to be jarring. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be difficult to watch. But it just it just did not. It makes a big leap, I think, at the end, and uh, I, I think a short film it struggles to to get to convince me that that leap is is real. So I, I gave Skin Skin a thirty-seven. I gave Skin a thirty-seven. It's not awful. It it has good intentions, I assume, and it it is decent filmmaking. But there are parts of it that I, I think are problematic. The second one, number two moving up this list here, is Detainment. If you are following the Oscars at all, if you have heard of this film, uh, there's already a controversy surrounding Detainment. Uh, it's an Irish film, it's in English, about an event that is true. And this film, this, this depiction of true events, has... Um, in theory, and, and as the film itself explains, uh, aped the dialogue and transcripts from the a couple of interviews that were held uh, in relation to this event. The event itself, uh, which the film comes right out and, and mentions very early on, is the death of a young, young child, uh, two years old maybe and the prime suspects the the most the the eyewitnesses the people who are going to answer all these questions the people about the in these interviews are two boys um like 8 to 10 years old boys and this the short follows two parallel theoretically happening at the same time interviews one with each of the boys uh you know their mother or and or father is there with them at the time and the controversy here is is the kind of creative license taken to show this story as well as the fact that the filmmaker um Vincent I have it here, Vincent Lamb, who directed and wrote the film, you know, he did not uh, acquire permission from the family to do so. And obviously you don't need that to make it, but just it's a controversial thing. So the film follows these two interviews mostly with... um, while they're talking and answering these questions, voiceover uh, during sequences that are recreating the events that took place. And long story short, they found this, the two boys found this kid in a mall and just kind of grabbed, you know, grabbed his hands and just walked away with him. And bad things happened. And this. Short tries to quote quotation marks tries to understand um the sequence of events and get at the the emotions running through these boys and what they were doing trying to discern what was going through their heads at the time, what made them do it, what made them start it, what made them finish it, what made them proceed, why didn't they stop, what were they thinking, yada, yada, yada. And on one level, I think it does that to a degree. But it also feels... um And I I read an article or an interview with the the filmmaker, the director, who said he wanted to present it with as as little bias as possible, just trying to literally lift the transcript off of the page and present it to an audience. I think that was his intention. And I would say he mostly succeeds. Um, My issue is that, any, and anyone who's ever had a conversation online knows this to be true. If you weren't there, there's a lot of subtext that you miss. You know, a sarc- sarcastic joke, something said um, with a positive or negative intonation, you can't know that um, without perfect context when you're reading words off a page or off a screen. You know, and I think that there is something, uh, you know, that had to have been added when he made this and when he was, you know, providing this script for everybody who performed in the film. Because when you look at these two kids and contrast their reactions, which again, I, I think there's enough there. To think that they definitely had very different reactions to these lines of questioning. But it also kind of felt like they were pushed further to the extremes in both instances to me. One kid is sniveling, he's crying, Every, every other question sends him into a fit. The other kid is snarky and snide and pompous. And again, I think both kids... It seems, from my impression, is both of them were kind of pressed to um, exaggerate. And I think that hinders, and I don't know that you can make this without doing it, honestly. When you're dealing with kid actors, when you're trying to recreate something, it's difficult. And I I think that hurts this, this short uh, so that's detainment. I gave it a forty-two. I do think there are decent, are, are well-made elements to it, uh, and the kids are fine actors. I liked the snivly one more than the pompous one, but they are—they do their thing, and it—and it generally is um, successful. The third film, this is the one I've seen twice, is Fawf. So outside of skin and Detainment, I liked the other three quite a bit. Fawf. Uh, was the first one I saw, the only one I saw outside of the theater first, and it follows two boys. A lot of kids uh, in most of these, uh, follows two boys who are just kind of playing around, and joking, and having fun, and trying to one-up each other, and uh, eventually, in doing so, it goes a little too far. I think I even talked about this already, so I won't go too, into too much detail, but Getting to see it again, uh, you know, I, I really did appreciate the filmmaking going on in this this short. I think it's really well made. I love the performances from both of the kids. And it's, uh, it's a heartbreaker. It's very depressing. It is a sad, sad film. Uh, I gave of a 73. It is my second favorite of the five films. My favorite is Madre, or Mother. Um uh, it's about 20 minutes long, but there's an incredibly long take. It's maybe 15 minutes uh, throughout the bulk of the film where a woman returns home. Um, her mother is there with her, and they start out with this, you know, typical banter sort of thing. And then about a couple minutes after she gets home, uh, she gets a call. From her son He is uh, Again, another short with a kid in it um, He is uh, Supposedly, or in theory At the beach With his father They are From an inference uh, Separated, divorced, whatever And the father just Walked off to, And the information is revealed to us About why he left And what he was doing, where he's going but now the kid is alone, and at first then I was like, "All right, it's okay. Like, calm down. He'll be back soon. You know, he'll, he'll he'll come back." And as the short progresses, the tension ratchets higher. As more details come into view, it becomes scarier. It becomes darker. Uh, the the one take. You know, showing this mother running from room to room in her apartment, running, you know, switching phones, calling one person and then the next, handing one phone to her mother, digging through her bag, leaving, returning, all these different aspects. The the emotion, the, the I love, and, uh, oh man, what's her name? Uh, the primary woman in the film, Marta Nieto, uh, who is Spanish. Oh my goodness. She is amazing in this. She alone is reason enough to watch this and then on top of it it is exceptional filmmaking. It is a strong strongly written film. I I loved it. It is a again like like so all the others I've talked about. It is a hard watch. It is tough it is not easy, and it, it it challenges you because you know so many people are separated, are divorced, um, or e- or even if you aren't, and you know, dad or mom took the kids out on a trip. If something happened and they were all alone what would you do how would you react how quickly would your composure crumble and I think that's that's part of the the key of this is watching it in one take getting this all in an unbroken shot gives us the opportunity to see She has her composure, she has her composure, and then it starts to unravel, and then it starts to unravel, and she tries to stitch it back up, and, you know, meanwhile her mother is, like, in her ear, you know, like, this is the thing, this is this, and this, 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 and then it just snaps. It is difficult. It's really difficult, difficult to watch, difficult to think about And I thought it was beautiful and brilliant I gave Madre an 82, uh, my favorite live action short and uh, the one I'll be hoping wins but there is one other, uh, I, I saved this one for last, because it is bittersweet, because there is a somewhat hopeful happiness, joyfulness to this film, and that's Marguerite. Uh, contrary to the one I want to win, this is likely the winner, in my opinion, for the reason that it is the only one that doesn't make you want to ball in, in twisted, dark, frustrated, irritated... Agitated tears at the end. Uh, Marguerite follows an aging woman who who needs help, needs a caretaker to to do most things. Um, her caretaker, who we see very often in the film, you know, washes her, clothes her, um, helps her carry heavy things, and and you know keeps an eye on her and checks her health and well-being, and. It takes a little bit to get going. Uh, You know, I I wasn't sure what the the point was, and I think that ultimately caused it to to have a slightly lower rating than it otherwise would have. But once we a a piece of information drops into this film um, during a bathing session, where the caretaker steps away to answer answer the phone and. We can hear her on the phone, and it's a very quick call where she confirms plans to make go out to dinner with someone, uh, her partner, we assume. And the old woman, uh, when she comes back, she's like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And, or are you going out on a date with your boyfriend? And, and uh, the caretaker says, uh, my girlfriend, but yes. And right when that line is said we're watching this scene seeing both see, we, we we cut to a close up on the aging woman's face and for a split second you see this reaction and it kind of makes you wonder oh no is this the way we're headed is this about to be not so good because you know, she wears a crucifix around her neck on a necklace, you know, she's clearly a religious woman we could certainly be heading that direction but then her face kind of softens and, and it, it leaves it a little ambiguous and she just kind of continues on and where the short heads from there completely surprised me I, I did not expect it to go that direction um, at that point, you know, like Thirty seconds later, I was like, Oh, okay, I see where this is going now. But at that point I was like, wait a second. Oh, I see. This is very nice. I like this. And it's 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 not hunky-dory, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but it is definitely relative to everything else in this category, immensely pleasing. If you're crying from this short, it's more of a that's so sweet. Oh my goodness, I, I love that. That's so nice. Um, etcetera, etc. Cetera, type of a cry. And it's not perfect, you know, there's there's still some pain along the way, but it's 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 good. It's a good type of Well, I don't know about that, but it's a nice look at at, at, an, at a person, uh, at a type of person that I'm not sure I've seen that often in a film, and uh, we deserve to see more of. I gave Marguerite a 67, uh, so I like it, it's not my favorite, but it's the one I think is most likely to win, and I would not be upset if that happened, although I am very much pulling for Madre in this category. Um, yeah, so that is that is that is today's episode. Uh thank you for listening to this. A uh, couple of housekeeping notes. So this episode is gonna come out probably Friday, um but there's a small chance it comes out on Wednesday. Either way, uh, I will be leaving town for a week this weekend till next weekend getting back Saturday uh, in time for the Oscars. Um, but it, well I'd have to come back Saturday or Sunday and if I come back Sunday I will miss some of the Oscars and I'm still not 100% certain I'll watch them with all the craziness happening there but regardless so I won't be I will be able to record but I you know I generally upload all these episodes through my desktop computer. I will only have my laptop there. There is a chance that my laptop will not work uh, to do this. It has happened in the past. I've had some issues with on the technical side. So that is a warning. I, Looking at my schedule here, um, all the episodes that I'm uh, expecting to come out next week are ones I will not be able to record in advance. So there is a chance... I will do everything I can to make sure that they go out and that they happen and that they are good, but I am just a warning right now that there is a non-zero chance that it does not work. Uh, But I will do everything I can to make it happen. Uh, Thank you. For listening to today's episode i do appreciate it it means a lot if you would like to find more episodes you can head over to circle for that and much more as well as most places where podcasts can be found including itunes and if you do listen on itunes it would mean a lot if you would rate and review you can also find me uh, on on twitter at circle of film on letterboxd at circle of film or through email circlefilm at gmail.com you can support the show Uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as 8 cents an episode. Uh, The goal there uh, at the present would be to uh, make more episodes every week. Uh, As many as possible. And I have ideas about that if that ever happens. So, that's the option. Uh, And um, that's it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the say goodnight I know she'll never leave me Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out To say. Wait, a wait a minute, wait a minute So long